Being great at sales is essential to your business and your career, but you and I both know that the stress of selling and dealing with constant rejection could be an emotional drain. My entire brand, No BS Selling, is based on the belief that professional sales is a skill and not a personality, and that to be better at sales takes constant refinement and a dedication to your craft. This show is for salespeople and entrepreneurs who are committed to improving their sales skills and getting better results and are sick and tired of the BS game that often happens between buyers and sellers. Welcome to the No BS Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Walker McKay. I'll help you and your sales team make selling easier, feel less cheesy, and be more lucrative. It's time to change the rules and level the playing field between you and the people you sell to. You're already good, let's be better. Welcome to the OBS Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. Thank you for listening. Press smash to subscribe. This is all a warning. Um, I'm going to use some language, bad language today. I know you're used to that already. Turn it down if your kid's in the car. Um, here's what I want you to listen to this podcast today. I want to talk about some, a phenomenon that I've noticed in people. Maybe it's just men. I don't know anything about women. But it's called the 47-year-old problem. The 47-year-old problem. And I named it that because I've noticed, and it happened to me. So when I first began to notice what happened to me was when I was about 47. I don't know if it was a conscious thing or it began, it came on me slowly and subconsciously. But I realized that I've been working for 25 years. 25 years out of college, I was 47 years old, and I had these feelings of dissatisfaction, of frustration, anger, disappointment. Felt like I was being held back. And I really processed it, and I said, you know what? Fuck this been working 25 years. And when I look when I was 22 and I thought, boy, when I've been working 25 years, I did not think I'd be in a situation like I was in. I wasn't nearly as far along as I thought I'd be. I was working with somebody that I once respected and ended up not respecting. I was pissed. The good news is I was pissed at the right person. I was pissed at me. Because at 47 years old, seems old to a lot of people. It's a lot less old than it used to be. I said, you know, I've got a choice to make. I can either say, okay, fuck it. You're making good money. God, I was making good money. I had it kind of down. It wasn't hard. But I was fucking miserable. And so I'd like to tell you I made a careful plan and, you know, planned out all my steps. But no, that's not me. It took me about six months to get up the gumption. That was not six months of planning. That was just six months of getting up the gumption. And I said, fuck this. I'm out of here. I quit. I didn't have any plans. I don't know what the fuck I was going to do. I just figured that somebody like me with the skills I had would easily get sucked up into something else and continue with my easy life, making lots of money, just doing something different. 
Well, that didn't happen. I've noticed about the age of 47, and again, a couple years on either side, a lot of people look up. And I've got a bunch of friends who go through this, some call it a midlife crisis, some call it a midlife awakening. You got to make a choice. You're either, you say, I'm not happy for whatever reason, living a life of quiet desperation, which I believe most people live, quiet desperation with a smile on their face, trying to, thinking they're happy because they're accumulating a whole bunch of crap. They've got all the toys they thought they would have, or they want to have all the toys, trying to attain all the toys, because that's what the game is, right? And they say, fuck it, if I'm going to have all the toys I want, live in the house I want, and have all the things, then I've just got to go on and put my head down and grind for another 15, 20 years. I had a bunch of friends that are they're literally counting down the months and the days until they retired age 65. Sounds fucking miserable to me. But I tell you, you've got an opportunity because around 47, you should have plenty of, I don't know, call it wisdom, knowledge, contacts. Maybe you've got some money saved up. I don't know much money saved up. But you've got a choice. And maybe it's maybe it's to start something new. That's what I wanted to do. And I did. I started something new. I guess it was around 47. I realized, again, I was not employable by anybody else. I had to go work for myself. That was the only way I was truly going to find happiness was to go create something of my own. If I didn't like where I was, didn't like the atmosphere, didn't like the way I was being treated, then fuck it, go find somewhere else which I realized was only going to be something that I created. I guess we're just arrogant enough to think that. And it's not the right path for everybody. I don't recommend it for most people. But if you are somewhere in your 40s or 50s, or younger, older, I don't give a shit, and you say, you know what? I'm miserable. Here's what I need to tell you. You're not stuck God, I talk to people on a regular basis and they're like, I'm stuck. I just can't do anything else. I can't get away from here. You're not fucking stuck. Maybe they don't verbalize they can't get away from there, but that's not even part of their decision-making process. Maybe like, oh, this is miserable. This sucks. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? got a couple of friends that complain all the time, make plenty of money, complain all the time. And I keep asking, what the fuck are you going to do about it? I don't know. What can I do? Well, there are lots of things you could do. I was listening to a podcast this morning that talked about the happiness curve. It's kind of interesting. I'm not so sure I followed this, but it said at age that there's a kind of this U-shaped thing. Supposedly, you're sure happiest point when you're 16 years old. Whew, that didn't happen to me. 16 years old, and then it goes downhill from there. And the you doesn't start coming back until, they said in your early 30s, early 40s. And then it goes up until you lose your health at whatever point. And maybe it was at 47 that I started saying, 
why am I not, why am I not finding joy? What am I missing? Anyway, it's an inflection point. It's an opportunity to do something else. You got plenty of runway, plenty of runway. I had a lot of my younger friends like Colonel Sanders started his company at age 66. Yeah, well, I didn't want to wait that long. I may reinvent myself again. It's been a crazy time the last three, four years. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's, I've grown more than I've ever grown before. Challenged myself more. I've been more scared. Some of the worst financial, <laughs> some of the worst financial condition I've ever been in. And you know what? Though I've made it. I'm through the other side. The business is growing, growing nicely. I've got working with really fun clients. Most of them pay me lots of money. And the funny part is it's, it's work and it feels like work and I've got a lot to do. I bet I'm working, I don't know, 50, 60 hours a week now. But I love it. I'm drawn to it. And I love the results that people are getting. And I think about if I'd stayed in my old thing and I would still be in the same position, still working under somebody who thought they were better than me. Excuse me. Whom I allowed to influence me or whatever. And that was never going to get better. You can't change anybody else. You only change yourself. So if you feel like you're stuck and there's nothing you can do, you're wrong. Look at the person in the mirror and say, okay, what can I do? What would I like to do? Is it time for change? What would happen if I changed? What's the worst case scenario? Here's what will happen probably for most of you. If you do start your own thing, if you choose to do that, it's hard. It's hard as shit. It'll be hard as shit for you too. It'll take three years. You'll think it'll be different for you one year, but and maybe one year, but I would tell you probably three years till you stabilize, till you see yourself and your role, till you really start to grow. Reach out to other people for help. So many smart people. It's funny how many people, smart people I've found on Twitter and on LinkedIn. Just from being open and being aware and reaching out to people and talking to people. And then some of them even reaching out to me and talking to me. Got a whole life. 47 years for me, I figured it was about halfway. My dad's family lives to be really, really old. Maybe it won't seem so old then, but in their 90s. So I'm doing my best to try and stay healthy between now and then. And among the most important things is to stay, in, me, in my mind, is to keep my mind healthy, is to read and listen to podcasts. And I've started to write again, which has been tremendously helpful. 
I think there's so much learning that can happen. I didn't do a whole lot of learning when I was young, high school, college. I would, my brain didn't fit in that mold of, you know, succeeding in academics. Not good at memorizing shit. I'm a mess. My follow through is not very good. I think that the education system is part of what's wrong in the United States. We're educating kids for the 1920s and 30s and 40s instead of for what we're doing now. This world we live in now, fast-paced, always changing. I have to help my kids through making good grades, but I have to remind them, look, life is not based on the grades that you make in high school and college. Excuse me, life after college is not based on the grades you make in high school and college. Who gives a shit where you go to college or what grades you made? A lot of people say, who the hell cares about going to college? A friend of mine challenged me the other day and said, if you had to spend for your, if you thought it would help, would you rather spend $100,000 on coaching for your children or $100,000 on college for your children? Where do you think they'd get a bigger bang for your buck? Fuck. The right coach? Holy shit. All right. College is good for making deep connections. Some of my deepest friends, dearest friends are from college years. How does the world work? Who are you around? What are the ideas you're around? But I think with a great coach, and the way that we can connect with people around the world, I think you can probably duplicate that. Again, I'm advocating my children go to college. I'm too much of a candy ass to say, hey, let's spend $100,000 on coaches. But maybe you wouldn't be. Fifty-five is one of those ones that ends in zero and five, and they always feel like big ones. This feels like a fucking big one. It's like I'm supposed to feel old, but I don't. Like when I tell people I'm 55, it's like they look at me and say, oh, I'm so sorry. Huh. Fuck them. I tell my children, you may be faster than me, but I'm tougher than you. Wherever you are, whatever your situation, you are not stuck. If you're willing to work hard and learn things, And keep your eyes open for people that you need to know who can teach you things, who are connectors, and then you work to connect other people. Be that locally, be that online. Be somebody that people people are inspired by. I don't mean fucking rah-rah. But that you are learning, that you are changing, that you are open, that you're not static. I favorite people that way. The ones I admire, the ones I look up to, the ones I want to read and listen to their podcasts and be around. Tell my children, of course, they don't listen anymore than I listened when I was a kid. Smartest people I know read books all the time. They consume books, all kinds of books, business books, fiction, nonfiction. Podcasts too, but, but books. I use Audible. I think that's probably a cheat. I think reading a book is probably better than Audible. But Audible is more convenient for me right now. 
Plus, with my vision is fucked up as it is, it's hard to read sometimes. Anyway, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, it comes out twice a week. Um, the one that comes out on Wednesdays is kind of more my thoughts about things, maybe some advice, me practicing my writing. The one on Fridays is a copy of a video I've done, linked to a podcast like this one, and um, some books I'm reading, book reviews sometimes. Sign up. Get a newsletter list. Oh, one more thing. My course, the No BS Sales System course, is for sale. It's available for use as of July the 1st. If you go to my website, walkermckay.com, you can download it. It's the seven steps of the sales system I created. It's about six hours of video, a 40-page workbook. It's badass. I like it. I'm really proud of it. Work my ass off on it. And I'm getting a lot of great feedback from my clients and from other friends who've had previews of it. If you want the course, you can click on a link on my website or you can send me an email, walker at walkermckay.com. We'll send you the link. I think it's 497 bucks, something like that. Got some other freebies we'll throw in there. There's a ton of value. Thank you for listening so much. If somebody you know needs to hear this podcast, share it with them. Click like, write a review. That's huge for me. That helps my SEO big time. Thank you, Nobia Sales Team. You are an inspiration to me. I look forward to growing with you for a long time. Send me a story, if you have one, of what you did when you reached your midlife opportunity, midlife awakening. Or send me a story about how you feel right now when you feel a little bit stuck. Maybe I can help you. Walker at walkermckay.com. Thank you all very much for listening. I appreciate you.